Sports Talk with Eugene Morton coming to you live from the lovely city of Atlanta via iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spotify. Today we're going to do a little bit of then and now with the NBA. We're going to discuss some players. And, and Eugene, we're going to go box office players, right? You want to go box? Are these players that you would pay to see or are these just the best players? Uh, players I would pay to see. Okay. All right. And we'll kind of go down the lineups of these and we'll uh, discuss them a little bit. Now, what time period did you did you have a cutoff time period of, of players from like your vintage NBA players versus players that are just playing today? Is that how you did it? Yeah, so I did it versus yeah, when I started kind of watching it was when I really got into basketball. So this is so funny. When when I was in Georgia and uh when my brother and I would come home, we would watch WGN, which is the Chicago channel. Yeah, absolutely. So oh, you get those Bulls games, bro. Oh yeah. So absolutely. we would. This is uh, usually how our days would go. We'd come home, watch Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. Then virtually, maybe another Saved by the Bell was coming on. Then we watched the Cubs game, mm-hmm. and that night, and then we watched the Bulls game. Nice. So, so that kind of went. So that was kind of like nineties mm-hmm. into that era. So that's so those kind are of, more like the formative, like what you remember, right? That's the, where I started watching it, and then okay. when I really started getting into it was kind of the, the early two thousands. But yeah, so I kind of cut it off just kind of in that in that time. So if they're still playing, if they retired, I guess between, I mean, so, I'm sorry, playing between 91 to the early 2000s. Mm. So kind of kept it in that kind of. Okay, kept so 91 to 2000. So yeah. just so we, because, you know, I'll, I'll put Chamberlain on my list, man. Well, all right, so let's let's cut off. Let's have some cutoffs here. <laughs> yeah. Just, all right. Yeah, like I said, I've we've all, I mean, watched a lot of documentaries probably on those great players like Robinson and. On all the, all those great Celtics team players as well, but I had to like cut it off somewhere. Okay, <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll we'll just do um because we'll do more of these type of shows and we'll kind of um add some players from those older time periods. I started watching myself in the eighties, even though I was I was very young, but I just remember that my stepdad he had he was a basketball fan, and so we would watch the games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely remember not like early eighties. But I remember probably like 84, 5-ish when uh, Jordan started coming to his own. Jordan had, had just came into the league. Uh, Magic was ruling the league. Magic and Bird were, were dominating. But then I did remember going into the 90s Pistons teams, um, you know, the uh, Isaiah teams, and then going into when uh, Houston was kind of dominating after that. Um, and then, of course, Jordan goes on. Or no, it was Jordan. Jordan leaves Houston. Jordan comes back, Jordan again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, imagine if he I could leave. be all over the place of my list. So we're going to start. Let's start with, let's go with your then team. Okay. And let's go with, uh, let's go point guard. We'll break this down by position. Okay. Let's go by position. So who's your, your point guard you would have paid to see from the 90s to the 2000s? Are you, cut, are you cutting out for 2000s? Or are you going 90s, 2000s? I'm going 2000s. 2000s. Okay. 2000s. Yeah. Okay. Allen Iverson. AI. Okay, so you did AI, and I had Magic on my point guard. So why is Magic not your one, your point guard? It, again, it just comes down to, well, guys, I just remember playing when I play pickup basketball. And just you're, you always have that one guy who just can out-dribble you, can out-shoot you. And it's like, oh, I hope I hope he, I hope I lose or win, and I can pick this guy up on my, you know, pick him up on a on my pickup game, right? But 
it just I just from a sheer ball handling, it was just it was just something I've never seen. And there's just always remind me like whenever you go play pickup basketball, there's always that one guy. It just reminds you me got a handle who has serious it, handles. Serious handles. It's right. like and and I guess that's that was the thing for me. It's like, wow, there is actually a guy who you you feel like when you watched AI that you had that connection to because you played against that. And same I think guy. that with AI from outside looking in is a more diminutive, diminutive stature than um, your, your magics because magic is six, nine point guard. And these, some of these players, when they are um, that size, it looks like those. Now, of course, all the players of all size, whether you're little Muggsy or you're um, Shaquille O'Neal, you all got God-given talent. You have like something that you were born with. It's innate talent that you're born with. But something about players that are like a six nine point guard like Magic was, that may seem, seem like that's just not anywhere near attainable. That's just like a, a, a freak of nature from a right. from a physical standpoint. Whereas AI looks like a guy that you could work with. You know, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. You know, and he's just going out here. Um, he's just going out here and dominating. So you have AI as your who did you do for your current? Oh, for current, uh, Steph Curry. Easy. I know it Easy. that wasn't even Easy. hard. There, I mean. there's, not, there's not even any suspense in that. I was gonna say I was gonna see if we we had uh, different there. So no. we, we differed on our point guards. I went Magic. You went AI. Yeah. And I, uh, you went. No, we, I did, we both I did went have Steph Curry. Magic on my honorable mention list. I didn't want to leave. So them why? Off. So so why honorable mention? Because you got. I think statistically speaking. AI and Magic are nowhere near each other. I think Magic's Magic's one of the best players of all time. AI is too. Right. AI is also both Hall of Fame players. Oh yeah, both Hall of Fame yeah. players, but um, two different types. Though I think Magic definitely has more, way more assists. Oh yeah, he's yeah. more of a facilitator. Yeah, more and of a, then um, AI more of a of a score. But I just feel like, and do you think that championships account for anything? Because if you if we do, if no, we do, magic. then magic already wins, right? So if we're gonna say championships, then then yes. But he also he also had better better teams. Uh, he also had better teams to play, he played with too. So we can yeah. we can make that argument as well. It's not even an argument, man. That's just <laughs> that's just facts. Facts. You yeah. Know, AI didn't have uh, Kareem on his team. Yeah. So, so again, I it's it's like splitting hairs. I think with those two, but mm-hmm. I just. For just remembering watching a guy, just I was, I they both played over 900 games with Magic averaging about 20, 20 and 11 on the assist, mm-hmm. and AI averaging 26.7. So we'll give him 27 and six, 27 and six for AI. Okay, so um, definitely way more, uh, way more points for, for AI because he's taking more shots and more assists for Magic. And um, I guess just because of the impact that Magic had on the league, too, that's a situation for me. Like, he had such a – the impact that Magic – AI had an impact on the league also because he ushered in, like, he had the cornrows, he had the tattoos, he had more of, like, the hip-hop He's element. He's more of a hip-hop. That, right? That's, yeah. And that ushered in that mm-hmm. that element. So he had an impact as well. Yeah. But I feel like Magic had a – Magic and Bird saved the NBA. Like, they saved it, literally, from coming out of the, the – set. I like – the seventies NBA. I like Dr. J and all that and all that stuff. I like watching that stuff. I don't watch it live, but I watch a lot of vintage NBA. So I like I like I enjoy watching those uh players. But going into the eighties, um I think Magic was drafted what, seventy eight, seventy nine, eighty ish, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. somewhere yep. in those years. Um the NBA was on a downturn. And then here comes Bird, Great White Hope, and Magic. 
um, and they're competing and they came right off of competing in college. Like they came right off of competing where magic won, and then they go into to the NBA where now they're, they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So who is your two? I don't, I, I feel there's no suspense here there, on who your two there then. really isn't. I mean, I could, I pass some honorable mentions, but I mean, no, I just, no one's going to, no one beats Michael Jordan. I mean, who at the no, two, right. come on. I could, I could have probably skipped the two position for this conversation because you know, I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no suspense at all. Of course, Jordan. So we're not even going to spend a ton of time even talking about that. Sounds good. Uh, who's your uh, current two? My current. Oh, that's even easier. LeBron James. You got LeBron James at your two. Well, else were we going to put him? I put LeBron James at my three. Well, I so I had some conflicts with that. So I, we won't get to that. So okay, I, I, but yeah, I was. And I, I put, put LeBron James two. two. My, okay, so I put LeBron, and we'll and we'll do like a whole wrap up of this of the starting five once sounds, we get through all the positions. Sounds good. Um. So I did have, I'll have James Harden at my two. James Harden at my two. I forgot about James and, Harden. Um, and where, where is my head at? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see, you know, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll do like a whole team wrap up here yep. to see exactly where, where that's at. Um, let's move on to the, the three then for your, your then team. Oh, uh, uh, Dominique Wilkins. Wilkins. I love Wilkins. Wow. So now, you, now Eugene, you put me into a situation now. You mentioned the hometown hero here. Okay. And now it's going to make me feel a certain kind of way. Cause I did, I don't have him at my, I don't have him at my three. I have bird. I have bird at I my have three. Him, I mean, obviously he was not a great shooter, but I just, I just remember. He's box office though. I'll yeah, tell you that. I just can't, I don't remember until like Vince Carter as just somebody who dunks and just wants to punish the rim the way he did. Mm. He just looked like he was going to go up and if, and if you went up with him, you know, Good for oh, you. You're getting posterized. Yeah, you can absolutely. Yeah, I mean, maybe you just didn't wake up on the right side of the bed and have the right, you know, correct thoughts in your in your mind when you're going to go up against Dominique. But just he was the first guy I just remember just when you watched him dunk. And obviously, there's dozens of 70s, 80s guys we could have the same conversation about. But just, just I just, my, I remember when his birthday was up and they had they they posted a video on Twitter, it was like a happy birthday video. And it was just all his dunks, just like you just forgot about him a little bit. It was like, man, but now I remember it's like, he just was just going, it's like, he's going to just, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. Rimmel. So Take when it did you, you, uh, when did you move to Atlanta? Um, was it after he was playing or before it was, he was playing when I was trying to think, was it still the Omni? Yeah. It was still the Omni. Still the that's, Omni when Cause that's here? when I saw him was when it was in the Omni. Okay. That's so yeah. First game and he was, um, he pretty much owned the Omni man. Yeah. He, the, the, the house that Dominique built, you know, um, so I don't have him at my three. Okay. And now I feel um, a little bad about this. I have Larry Bird at my three because Larry, it's just Larry Bird. You yeah. know what I mean, I, I can, cannot make a list like this and leave off magic and bird. Right. I have to have them on the list because both of them uh, played a role in saving the NBA. You know, who knows where it would have turned out. Not saying that it wouldn't, not be here at all it would take longer but it would have been longer yeah. and who knows if it would have been as powerful um of a league as it is now if bird and magic hadn't hadn't played you know bird and magic kind of saved it here jordan kind of took it worldwide um so i felt like i had to put bird on this list but dominique can't you can't overshadow the dominique impact here in atlanta especially because right. people were going just to see dominique and that's when you had spud webb and all them on the team um it was a great show to watch. Who's your current uh, small forward? 
Let's see this. So this is where I had to get creative. So I put Durant as my current. Okay. So we, we're going to have somewhat similar teams yep. here. All right. So I have um, LeBron James. LeBron okay. James at my three. Um, we will discuss that a little bit further once we go into what our total team makeup kind of looks like here. So let's go to your power forward or your four for your throwback team, your I'm, vintage team. I'm, I'm going Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. I'm going Sean Kemp. What? Goodness gracious. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. And here's the reason why. So remember when, when the, you know, the, they didn't really have great angles. I would still remember this thing to, to this day. There was a shot where it's, it was from the, um, from the other side of the, of the, of the goal, mm-hmm. or the, sorry, the ramp basket. And, and it's Sean Payton bringing the ball up. Gary. Gary Payton, right? Mm-hmm. He throws the ball and it, he gets past half court, throws the ball up. Dunk, like a lob? A little lobs it up there. Mm-hmm. You don't see Sean Kemp in the picture at all. Mm. All of a sudden, Sean Kemp comes out of nowhere and just, and just flies in, catches it, and dunks it. Really? Yes. Is Obviously, camera angles weren't the best back then when we watched it. <laughs> now, now, like now, you got the you whole got the panoramic, you got view, the panoramic of the, of view of the court now. I mean, you only had kind of like this small window view when you're watching it. Right. But just, I still distinctly remember that. I mean, yes, if like if Bob Barnon, if I can go back and pay money and watch him, that he was just okay. phenomenal. So maybe I, okay, so here's where I'll, I'll, I'll concede one thing to you when I'm before I tell you who my four is here. Excitability is is there's no contest here. Sean Kemp would win this 100% of the time. Um, but I put my four as Tim Duncan. Oh well, yeah, it's <laughs> I put my four as Tim Duncan because it's Tim Duncan, Mr. Fundamentals. Now the the opposite end of Mr. Fundamentals is it's not exactly the most exciting brand of basketball to watch. So if I did have to, if I had a ticket, I had one ticket, and I can go see. Sean Kemp or Tim Duncan. I'm going to go see Sean Kemp. <laughs> I get it. I get that because, you know, he was played a much more exciting brand of basketball. However, um, if I had to have the team, I would have to put Tim Duncan here. I would have to have Tim Duncan on my, on my squad because of the consistent years of excellence. And sometimes it's, I compare the Spurs to the Patriots here in the sense of this team, like where you see them and they're not always the most exciting team to watch, but it's consistent, excellent football. Just yep. like the Spurs were consistent, excellent basketball to watch for years on end. Um, and they knew their roles like the, like you knew what you were in there to do. Like right. you're there to rebound. You're there to pass. You're there to shoot the three pointers. Yeah, no, that's not a, like I said, Tim Duncan's not a bad choice And Sean Kemp too. You gotta remember, so that's a great point is he Duncan had that longevity. Kemp was only, was it maybe five, maybe six seasons where he was Let's kind of that relative. Yeah. Cause, cause it Kemp was, it was, was he a, played when he was with Gary and they, they went to the finals one year. I want to say, let me see. I think they went to the finals one year with him and, uh, with him and Gary. So, uh, no, Kemp played a lot of games. He did, but did he average? Over start- he played more games than magic and, and uh, what you call it. He played 11, hold on, let's look it up, 11, 3, 6, 14 seasons. But the average started dropping at some point. I mean, I I, I feel like I feel like we had Sean Kemp, the Sean Kemp that I'm thinking about didn't last that long. It Dude, that part is extremely accurate because he played, um, 
I mean, his average isn't horrible. He's a 15, roughly 15 and eight guy. And he averaged that for a thousand over a thousand games played in his career. Okay. So that's, it's not horrible. Um, I was trying to see where, where his points were on this. See points. No, he averaged. I mean, he was Sean Kemp that you're talking about. You're pretty accurate from 93 from 93 till 99. Okay. About six years. Yeah. He was that yeah. Sean Kemp that you're referencing. Um, and your Tim Duncan and, was that way from year one until pretty much until he retired. Right. So let's go to Tim. And so, then because Tim could have played, he could have still played. Like there was no, he could have still yeah, done. Tim Duncan played 300 more games and it was a 19 and 10 guy. Yep. 19, 19 and 11. If you round up 10.8, he's a 19 and 11 guy. And, uh, it looks like, I mean, he played, but I mean, Tim had, was that way from the beginning. Yep. He had a better beginning career than Sean Kim. So from 97 all the way up till, I don't think he played every game here to about 2012, 13. He had some solid, he had solid years. He had a fall off from 2013 to 16, a little bit of a trail off there, but still serviceable. Yeah. Whereas Sean Kemp in those later years was averaging single digit points. Yeah. Um, Cause and, he didn't have a, he never developed the shot. Right. Right. And the physical players don't tend to last as long. Um, the wear and tear on the body uh, takes its toll at a certain point. That's why you see a lot of the players, um, if they want more longevity, they develop a jump shot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> at a certain point, you learn how to shoot the ball. Yes. Play solid defense, uh, extend your career. So who's your current power forward? So this is where I had to be creative. Okay. I put, I put Anthony Davis as my power forward. Oh man. I, I somehow I missed out on Anthony. <laughs> I put KD at my four. Put KD That's what I said. I had, a, I had this like either I was going to go either small or big. And I was like, Oh, let me get, I'm just trying to go big on my guys. I put Katie at my four here and you put Anthony, Anthony Davis. So, and you had what, what position did you put Katie at? The, the three, the three. Okay. That's kind of a natural position for him though. He plays it. He plays the three. Yeah. He could play either, either one of those. Right. Um, so I don't really have much. And Anthony Davis is not even on my list. And, uh, I guess once we get the total list, we'll kind of rehash, rehash this a bit. Okay. But um, I put KD at my four. So who's at your five for uh, your vintage NBA player? I hope I, I think we might have the same person. I put Shaquille O'Neal as my Kareem. Oh, so you went okay. Well, I got Kareem. <laughs> I got Kareem at my five. And Kareem's a, no. I think Kareem. Well, let me go my Kareem rant here for a second. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lou Alcindor, is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Now, I think that he gets overshadowed a bit because a lot of times people are talking about Jordan or LeBron. Okay. I can argue that a couple more players need to be included in that. And that's um, Kobe Bryant should be somewhere in there. Even though I think if you go, the one thing that I think LeBron James would always have over Kobe Bryant in this kind of conversation is that, those teams that he took to the finals that were just like, you know, Oh, um, what do they say? Like a, a water bottle and a paper clip to the finals that LeBron's drug. And he did that like twice. You didn't really think about it because when he, um, that last team that he took last year, the Kyrie less team was, wasn't that great. And in the year that he took uh Booby Gibson and that team <laughs> to the finals, <laughs> 
those even though he lost those finals, he gets credit for even taking those teams there. And if you make the argument against him and Kobe, it's hard pressed to think that if you just switch the players, if you just put Kobe on those teams, on those Cavs teams, mm-hmm. that he could have took those teams to the finals. Um, each time Kobe's gone to the finals, he's had some help. He had uh, Gasol and uh, Odom when he made the second the second, the second one I was I was a little more impressed with because it was because it was Shaqless and Shaq wasn't dominating that too. And he did kind of have that. Hey, get on my back. I will. I'll carry you to the promised land type of thing. Right. Where, right. where LeBron has had to do it the last. Well, LeBron has to put the entire team, team. and team bus <laughs> on his back right. to carry to the finals. And uh, I feel like they are in because of that, the conversations are a little bit. You know, Kobe deserves to be some mentioned in there somewhere. I feel like there should be some Kobe mentions because it's kind of disrespectful to me that Kobe doesn't get mentioned at all when they're usually talking about the LeBron and Michael Jordans of the world. But Kareem, I can't say right at this second, right at this second, this might be blasphemous to a lot of LeBron fans. I cannot say with 100% certainty that LeBron is better than Kareem at this second. You know, is he yeah. going to pass him in points? Probably. You know, I mean, if he keeps playing, he's been playing from the time he was 18. You know, Kareem had uh, people weren't going straight from the from high school back in those days. I think Kareem played for UCLA or something like that back in the day. Um, Well, the cool thing about what I love about Kareem. So they when he was playing in college, the NCAA outlaw dunking dunking yeah because it was like a cheating is cheating situation so i wonder what I, and they show clips of him when he was first drafted by well he's by the bucks right am Correct. i okay so they show all the the footage of him when he was first drafted i wonder was like there's so many like dunk highlights i wonder if he was just like okay i'm, I'm gonna take it out i'm, I'm taking it out on the league, league now i'm gonna show you what i could have been doing, doing this entire time <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the bucks because kareem took them to the finals yeah you know um he took two teams to the finals. I think he's got at least five, right? Four or five finals. I'd imagine I got to look up the number to see exactly. Yeah. But um, I know he's got multiple finals. Um, He's won more finals than LeBron has, but LeBron's been to more. Um, I think has LeBron been to more? It's like the jury's still out on, on well, LeBron he, because LeBron's still playing. Yeah. So you got to kind of see, it's kind of not fair to to try to shape it up now, but it's still arguable that, you can argue that Kareem deserves to be in that conversation with uh, with LeBron and uh, Jordan for top player of all time. So I have him at my five and uh, Shaq. Shaq's not a bad, bad five. So I can't even I'm not going to even attempt to to argue with that. Um, the only questionable one I have so far on your list is Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp's only questionable mark yeah. but but box yeah. office though i get it from a yeah. box office standpoint. yeah that's definitely i mean i had i mean it was either him or Larry bird <laughs> so oh my goodness so uh you're who'd you put dude your five for this one was kind of easy for me Giannis. i just i did Giannis. Yeah, too. it wasn't it literally wasn't that complicated i did Giannis at my five but Giannis can play the three four yeah Giannis can play the three four or five due to his size i think he's a more of a natural three four player I think his skill set lends him to be more of a natural three four player. His size says he can play three four or five. Um, so I did put him at my five, and I put KD at the four. So let's go over your. So let's do let's do a quick recap on this real quick. So let's do the throwback team, the vintage team. So Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson. Michael Jordan is your shooting guard. Yep. Allen Iverson's your point, point guard. guard. Dominique Wilkins, and he's your small forward. Small forward. Okay. Shaquille O'Neal's center. center. Okay. And Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp, power forward. All right. To that, I have my 
Magic Johnson at the one at the point guard, Jordan at the shooting guard, Bird at my small forward, Tim Duncan at my power forward, and Kareem at my five. Very close there. Um, like I said, I, uh, Sean Kemp's the only one where I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, let's go down the the now team then. Who's okay. your current? So obviously, uh, I'm doing Le- LeBron. LeBron is at your two. at your shooting guard. Okay. Uh, Kevin Durant. Is Kevin Durant is your small, small forward. forward. Anthony right. Davis is my my uh, power, power forward. forward. Thank you. Giannis is my center. Steph Curry, my point guard. Okay. And to that, I have Steph Curry as a point guard. James Harden is a shooting guard. Uh, LeBron James as my small forward. Uh, KD at my power forward. And then Giannis at my center. So we have four of the same players with the only exception being that I have James Harden at my shooting guard and you have Anthony Davis at your power forward, right? Yeah. So you have Anthony Davis there. So it's, um, that's the only player that's different. James Harden and Anthony Davis. I don't think that there's any wrong answer there. (laughs) I mean, you're, you're choosing between two great players. I think if I have to go with a player, that's going to be, um, I guess, um, if I got to go with a player that's, I mean, James Harden just been playing lights out. And the thing is, is the only lights reason out. I would Amazing. shoot, the only reason I would not shoot, but when he does, he is a great shooter. But the only reason I would choose James Harden over Anthony Davis is just due to injury. If 100% just due to that, you yeah. know, because if you look at the two players, Anthony Davis is just a beast, man. He's yeah. a beast. And when you have two players that are both beasts at their uh, respective positions, but one is more NBA size, like your Anthony Davis is. Anthony Davis is, a, uh, of course, well, about seven feet. If he's not seven feet, he's very close to it. And um, with James Harden being in good size for his position, but one is just bigger. Yeah. You know? And James is just, he is going to some, uh, it's like, how, it's okay, you win the MVP. That's pretty good. Now he's just, he's taking it. How How can you win the MVP? And now you're taking it to another level. Mm. He's like coming into Wilt Chamberlain type uh, records now. He's and he could, I it, I think it's going to be hard for him to average like the 36 points a game, 37 points a game. I think he's going to lose shots to um, Chris Paul. Yeah, when Chris Paul comes back into the lineup. Yeah, but hopefully they're are they winning though? Are they winning games? They're winning games. Okay, so, so they're winning without Chris Paul. Well, Chris Paul is back. He's okay. back. He just it's been really like this week or he's he's been it's just came back it's not it's been very recent so but it's watching Harden has just been it's like wow he's got the the iso game and just that step back three-pointer that's just a lethal lethal could you imagine if the thunder had kept Harden Westbrook and <laughs> I see that picture all Duncan, the time they, they post that uh, uh, Durant Durant Harden and Westbrook and they kept those three people on a team. Man. And wasn't so from the correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't James Harden like the sixth man for a little while? He was definitely <laughs> the sixth man. Yeah, he was. And uh he went to Houston and uh, and, and of course the, the rest is history. But he wasn't asking for that much either. Like at the time, they could have kept him. Yeah. They could have kept him at the time. And I that's gotta be one if you could just want one back, if you're the Thunder, you gotta be thinking like, man. We had we had a real shot at three phenomenal players. Yeah, three phenomenal players. You know, um, as it stands right now, I don't. I, I like Houston, but Houston's always a team that I've never trusted in the uh, 
in the playoffs. No. I don't ever trust him in playoffs. Now they got a lot of people are like, well, you know, if Chris Paul was healthy last year, they would have knocked off Golden State. But I just have to see it to believe it. I like I don't I don't doubt that they'll take a team to seven. Like I don't I don't doubt that. You know, you you can take a team to seven. Um, especially if you have home court. You can take a team to seven. Right. And of course, once you get to that seventh game, anything technically can happen. But what it tends to happen is either Golden State or a LeBron's team is going to pull it through. Yeah. Is what is what tends to happen even when you get to the game sevens of the world. You know what I mean? Or the game sevens in, in the league. And I feel like they, they missed their window. Their window was last year. Oh, so you think it's... Yeah. What, I don't, what, I mean, what do you see from this year? I mean, they're going to They're going to make, they're gonna they're gonna make, make the it. playoffs. So you, got, you don't have them going to the fi- conference finals? Mm, I don't know. I, I, just, I find it... Who's their competition? Really? I think... I I if I had to like just pick a dark horse one, I think OKC is going to be in the conference dark, finals. I'm just the dark horse. Maybe maybe a dark horse. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. I just don't think anybody. I'm not really looking past anybody beating Golden State. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's just like the, it, it's all fool's gold in the end. Yeah, we all know who's going to win. I mean, yeah, they may going to win the chip. They may make the conference final, but uh, I mean, we could say Denver can make the conference final because they're right there behind uh, Golden State, or or they might still have their best record, but. Again, until somebody, like you said, beats Golden State, I still see <laughs> really nothing happening. No, either. no. I mean, yeah, they can make the conference conference uh, finals, but they're going to lose. They <laughs> they're going to lose to Golden State, <laughs> right? So i I still see Houston and Golden State playing in the conference finals, and I see Golden State winning, barring some serious injury. I see Golden State winning. Um, and then Golden State probably uh, winning uh, winning the chip. So we'll see. And we'll definitely revisit. Um, we'll revisit this because as the season progresses, I'm pretty sure things will change. Um, we're past the trade deadline, though, so won't be any more trade talk. Thank you for listening. This is Reginate ATL with Eugene Morton.